Looking to complete something or to finish what you've started is an important element to creating success. Except for when it comes to trying to create an end to something where there is no end. And one of the reasons why people suffer so much is because they look for this point of endedness in things that don't have an end. They look to get it done when there is no way to get something done. One of the most common pitfalls of a person's early spiritual practice, and when I say early spiritual practice, I want you to also keep in mind that a person can technically be, um, should we call it stuck, in the early stages of spiritual practice for potentially a lifetime, is that they look for this point of endedness within their spiritual practice. They work incredibly hard often making themselves miserable trying to reach a finish line. That finish line could be something like enlightenment or complete integration or wholeness, or being totally healed or being so fulfilled that you have no more desire, or being totally conscious with no more unconsciousness within their being. Essentially, they strive relentlessly to be done in some way so that they can finally feel good. What they don't realize until they experience years of never being able to reach that finish line is that the finish line doesn't inherently exist. They are chasing a receding horizon line. Before I continue with the rest of this episode, I should probably tell you something. It might be tempting for you to believe that I'm one of these beings within the universe that is super relaxed and that loves being in the present moment and that is all about the journey instead of the destination, but that's actually not the case. I'm an extremely driven, achievement-oriented being. I love this feeling of movement. There's nothing better than that feeling of achieving something. There's nothing better than the feeling of actualizing your potential and completely mastering something. For that reason, what I'm about to say carries a great deal more credibility. When it comes to certain things, you need to hold to the goal very loosely. You need to treat that goal or that achievement like a North Star that is pointing you in a certain direction. Fall in love with the potential of reaching that goal. Fall in love with the potential of the achievement, knowing full well that you may never make it there. Indeed, no one may ever make it there. When this is the case, your goals become the thing which dictates your direction in life, not the measure by which you determine your success or happiness or lack thereof. It's also a guarantee that you're going to do things differently. Why? Because suddenly, it means that the journey and the process actually does matter in terms of your level of satisfaction during that process or during that journey. If the means are crappy, they're not going to justify the ends if the ends never come. <laughs> so you can understand this. I'm going to give you three basic examples of things that don't have an end. Or I should say which may never have an end. One. Enlightenment may never have an end. Enlightenment is complete awakening and complete awareness. It is to be able to resonate at the same frequency as Source itself, and as such, to be aware of what Source is consciously aware of. This includes self-realization. It is to be able to perceive universal objective truth, which is the amalgamation of all subjective perspectives. Here is the problem with that. Essentially, humans like to project that Source, or God, or the universe at large, whatever you want to call it, is in the state of endedness and that we, as humans, are somehow catching up to it. 
but this is not actually the case. If it were, no universal expansion would actually be occurring. Also, there'd be no reason for life itself. Life being this mechanism through which the universe itself learns, grows, tracks progression. You get my point. So the truth that most people are not willing to accept is that source itself, or the universe at large, has its own subconscious. It is in the process of becoming more and more and more and more aware of what it doesn't know that it doesn't know. More and more aware of what can manifest out of pure potential. This means it's in the process of awakening, in and of itself. So, any enlightenment that can be attained is gone the next second because that barrier of knowledge within source mind itself is constantly expanding. There is no such thing as enlightened retirement or spiritual endedness, and even if there could be, would the universe consciously choose that endedness over the exploration of all potential possibilities? If you understood this, any awareness you gained would just be, the better it gets, the better it gets. Two. Another thing which is never-ending is healing. The self-help field, the spiritual field, and even the psychology field are full to the brim with people who are looking to get done and over with relative to their healing. Now, these people are the people that come to seminars and go and see different experts looking for that one answer, that one thing that is going to be the end-all, be-all that's going to make them completely and totally healed. Only they never find it, do they? No. Instead, they become discouraged, finding layer after layer after layer after layer, often of the things they thought they already healed, which they need to heal. Because they never reached this imaginary finish line of healing, they feel discouraged, a sense of futility and a serious lack of self-esteem as if they're just completely messed up. The entire universe, which you are a part of, and not just a part of, you are in fact a fractal of, is in a state of fragmentation. Now, I'm going to tell you today that if you truly grasped the degree of fragmentation that has occurred within the greater universe, which is a mirror of you, and if you truly could grasp that all things in existence, including other people, are a part of you, therefore, your state of healed has to be mirrored by their state of healed, it would become so overwhelming to you. You would finally understand that potentially full-blown healing for the universe at large and yourself along with it is not a one-lifetime endeavor. Essentially, you'd stop thinking you could fix it all. Also, you don't have to heal completely to experience improvement. It's quite common that in the beginning of somebody's healing journey or even spiritual practice, they have this belief that they have to completely heal something in order to experience feeling good. But this isn't actually how healing occurs. Every bit of healing will bring more and more improvement, more and more relief, better and better life circumstances. So if you looked at healing like it's going to be a lifelong process, instead of rushing to get it all completed, you would have the intention and desire but not desperation to fix it all. Each time it became obvious that something needed to be healed, you'd feel excitement that an opportunity for things to be even better for you has actually arrived. And every time you experienced a healing to any pattern or any layer within your mind, emotions, or body, you would have an experience of the better it gets, the better it gets. Three, another thing which may never end is desire. <laughs> Even the desire to be free of desire is a desire. Okay, so here's the thing. Desire is the thing that is creating all of this expansion on a personal level and on a universal level as well. 
Desire is not the devil you've been taught that it is. You only suffer if you believe what you want, you're never going to have. Or, if you're looking for there to be a day where desire somehow stops. Meaning if you believe that if you get everything you want, then suddenly you won't want anymore. That day will never come. A desire cannot exist in you if it is not meant to be aligned with and thus actualized. And desire will never end. No matter how much you have, no matter what you attain, you will always, always want more and want something else. Joy must be separated from desire. Lining up with desire can cause joy, but joy can be in the continual expansion and amendment of your desires. If you know it will never end, a relaxation about attaining all you desire will occur. Make peace with desire. Make peace with contrast. The unwanted and wanted, which is giving rise to your desires. If you can accept all of this, then you will no longer make the achievement of everything you desire. That goal line of endedness where you believe that you're finally going to be completely happy. Instead, your joy will be the result of continually amending and adjusting and aligning with and following your desires throughout the world. And when this is the case, you will have an experience of the better it gets, the better it gets. Now that you are getting a feeling for this concept, I want you to ask yourself a question about whatever it is that you're wanting to get done. Why do you want to get it done? What do you imagine will be the outcome or consequence if you do not? Can you see any resistance inherent in that? I want you to really look inside yourself for the answer, instead of just making it wrong that you want to get it done. Because then, if you make it wrong, your being's never going to be safe enough to offer up the vulnerable answer to that question. The desperate desire to get something done may just be an attitude of resistance to something specific. For this reason, it may benefit you to watch my video titled Urgent. Deal with your resistance before you do anything else. Then I want you to ask yourself, what if I knew today with a 100% guarantee that there is no way to get it done, and so I am never going to get it done? What would you do differently today, and tomorrow, and the next day? You will be able to find your genuine joy when you answer this question, because the people who experience the most life satisfaction are those people who would continue going towards a goal or following the North Star of their desire to attain something or achieve something, even if they knew that they would never make it there, never achieve that, never reach that goal line. It is, in fact, the indication of their love of the doing of something instead of the doneness of that thing. For example, Jacques Cousteau may have had the goal of exploring all the world's oceans. It didn't matter if he didn't accomplish it in his lifetime. That wouldn't stop him from going for it because he loved the doing of it. Each time, the better it got, the better it got. Each time, he experienced more. Another example is that a person who loves shadow work is not looking to get rid of their shadow or reach a state of total consciousness. Even if total conscious awareness is a goal of theirs, they follow it like a north star they may never reach. The reason they keep doing it day after day is because they love knowing and seeing more and more. They love the outcomes. Each time, the better it gets, the better it gets. Each time their shadow work causes them to be aware of more. The idea that there is endless possibility for them to become more and more aware each day and a never-ending supply of things to become aware of is exciting to them. 
consider that if you desperately need it to be done or to end, that you're not really in love with the doing of it, and you did not come to this life to hate the doing of your life. Have a good week. If you liked this video, be sure to share it, like it, and also subscribe to my channel so you can see more content like this. But I want to personally thank you for taking the initiative and having the bravery to step into the space of awareness, not only for yourself, but for the benefit of those around you.